And welcome back to Sports the Nemo Way, the quarterback episode. And as this is our first of the NFL episodes in this round, we're going to do a little bit of an explanation here. Uh, We're going to rank the Sports the Nemo Way version of the five greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, We are going to come to a consensus in this room on who the five gentlemen will be but we are not going to come to a consensus on the order of said five quarterbacks Um, so as long as we get it narrowed down to five we will have our five quarterbacks so all five of us are here this week i know we had a little string of missing people but all five of us are here that's awesome news and i think we can get started i don't think i have any more uh housekeeping to do so drew who is your number five quarterback? Um, my number five quarterback is Steve Young. Oh, Steve Young. He's, he's also my number five. He's my number okay, five. Okay, that's more <laughs> what I thought I might get at old Steve. He's not on my list. Neither. neither I mean, I looked at Steve Young, I, I, but I didn't. Um, well, that he's a seven-time Pro Bowler. One second, I forgot on football reference, you got to add them all six, up. Six All-Pros. Yep. Three and three, six-time All-Pro. He has three Super Bowls, two MVPs, a Super Bowl MVP, an Offensive Player of the Year. Um, his career completion percentage is 64%. He threw for 33,000 yards, 232 touchdowns. Um, he started his year, his career in Tampa. Well, actually, first thing he got with the USFL. Yep, two years yeah, in the USFL. There. I think he was actually drafted. He was going to be drafted, I think, by the Bengals, maybe, but... He went to the USFL, and then he went to Tampa for a couple of years. And then he went to San Fran, where obviously he was behind Montana for a little bit. Um, and then he finally got to play. Uh, Steve finally got to play. I mean, and he just picked up, I mean, where Montana left off. I mean, he did everything he did. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. He won two MVPs. I mean, they just switched coaches and switched quarterbacks, and the 49ers kept the dynasty going for another decade. Well, the crazy part was is he didn't become a full-time starter until like age 31. And from 31 to 38 years old, he led the league in touchdowns four times, passer rating six times, completion percentage five times, um, led the league in like yards per attempt like four or five times. Um, all that between age 31 and 38 um, yeah. while doing two MVPs and a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP and seven Pro Bowls and six All-Pros. And he could also run a little bit more than Montana yeah. could. When he retired, he had the all-time QB rating record for a career, and he had the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in NFL history when he retired. Yeah. And he ran for over 4,000 yards. Right, ran for yeah. 4,200 yards and 43 touchdowns. And yeah. he's uh, he paid for it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely mm-hmm. paid for it. Yeah. He's not a huge guy. I mean, he's on, it says on here he's only 6'2", 215, but he doesn't. <laughs> but he was also, like, when he was in high school, he was the 100-meter champ oh, yeah. of his state. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was an athlete. Yeah, he, he was. was. I mean, he, uh, he grew up in Utah, and then he went to BYU. Right. Well, actually, he grew up on the East Coast when oh, he this, was younger. This said he was born in Salt Lake City. Yeah, but I think he grew, I think they moved back east. Oh. And then he went back to BYU. I mean, he, went, he was Mormons, but yeah, he went back to BYU. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of neat. His um, The reason he went to the USFL was they gave him the most insane contract. Um. Had the contract gone to its completion, he would have gotten paid until, I think it was like 2027. Oh, he'd still be getting money now. Yeah, it was like a $40 million contract way back then. And he got like 
$10 million um, bonus. He was getting a few hundred thousand a year. And then after so many years, he was just getting a payment every year. Kind of like the baseball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For the Mets every year till like 2035. Like, uh, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. That's yeah. Bobby Bonilla day. That, that one day in July. Thing. There's actually a lot of superstars that have contracts like that now. Yeah, a bunch of players are still getting paid. Yeah. Like like Ichiro still gets paid. I think Pujols still gets paid by the Cardinals. Uh, like, those Sox are still paying Manny. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. there's yeah. a bunch of like superstars that have actually thrown that in. But theirs are a little Bonilla. bit more. <laughs> Bobby well, Bonilla, the one is still like we're still yeah. over twelve years away from his. Well, ending. there's Bobby oh, Bonilla Day. They do yeah, every year. Whenever yeah. it comes yeah. up, it's he gets his one million dollar check. It is really cool. <laughs> by the way, Uncle Doug, um, Steve Young played high school football in Connecticut. Yeah. I thought it was back in. Yeah. Um, no, I, this is stuff like this always is like weird to me. Like he sat for, I don't even know how many, but quite a few years behind Montana. So essentially the same team had two hall of fame quarterbacks on it when the rest of the teams couldn't find one. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot of teams that would have loved to have had him. Oh yeah. But I think, if I remember correctly, they didn't give up a ton to get him. Like, other teams could have traded for him. Well, he wasn't even a full-time starter. Yeah. I mean, Tampa. he was getting ruined in Tampa Bay. He was getting the shit kicked out of him because that was one of the worst teams in Mm -hmm. NFL history. The 80s Tampa Bay was terrible. Two years in Tampa, he went 1-4 and 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 2-12. Yeah. Yeah. This is some of the worst teams in NFL history. And he was going to get ruined there. I believe Bill Walsh liked his skill set and went out and got him, I believe. Um, I believe I read that a long time ago, and then obviously came in and backed up Montana for a few years. Um, I don't remember how many, but the Forty Nine ers traded a second and a fourth round pick. Five years, I believe. Yeah, he, behind, he sat behind Montana, and then he just comes. I think that's the most impressive part is from it's from age thirty one to thirty eight is when he does all of his accomplishments, which put him in the Hall of Fame. Imagine if he gets eighteen years like some of these other guys on competent teams where he could right. have actually played. Instead of just like seven or eight, like you really only full was a full time player for seven or eight years, and he's got multiple MVPs, led the league in QB rating six times, touchdowns four times, completion percentage five times, retired with the all time QB rating, most rushing touchdowns ever by a quarterback, like and all in seven or eight years mainly. But I, I guess there's a, a another side to that though. He could have just played the rest of his career in Tampa and been a bum. Right, you know what I mean. Could have been Derek Carr, yeah, David Carr, whichever one, yeah, whichever, yeah, David, David, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens because Mm -hmm. he got. Well, I mean, they they were bringing out the sacks list for one of the other rookie quarterbacks this year, and it's David Carr, like the first. Oh yeah, yeah, David Carr got killed. He was destroyed. It wasn't like slaughtering. Was it was like was like seventy two sacks or something his rookie year, something stupid like that. I think he has like two or three of like the top five seasons. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His whole career. Well, I mean, the, they were saying like the first history. five games, they were showing the list like David Carr, David Carr. Then it was one of the rookie quarterbacks and then it's David Carr. Probably Joey Harrington and Tim Couch. Probably, probably one of them. Yeah, Couch is yeah. another one. That yeah. Was. Well, Tim Couch got so bad that when he fi- they finally released him, he tried to sign with, I think, Jacksonville and he couldn't pass a physical. Because yeah. his body was just beat to shit. destroyed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, the people around you are how you win. I know everyone <laughs> thinks, oh, these guys win Super Bowls. You know, there's, it's a it's a 53-man roster. We've all mm-hmm. said it before on here. Football is the biggest team game. It is. Well, I, like, I, I think Matthew Stafford's the biggest proof of that. He was yeah. known as a loser. Yes. Went to a really good team for one year and won a Super Bowl. And now, now his entire perception of him has changed for the rest of his life. I can't remember who they were talking about the other day. 
it was one of the good quarterbacks in the NFL. And they were like, well, obviously he's not as good as what we thought he was because he's not elevating the team around him and winning games. He's losing right now. And I, I, remember, I was just sitting there thinking, going, but his team is awful. But I, I can't remember who they were talking about off the top of my head now. Well, lots of people are starting to really shit on Herbert because he's not getting a ton of team success. But then when you think of the Chargers, they're always one of the most hurt teams in the NFL every yeah. year. They always have some of the most bizarre ways they fall apart Biggest in every season. Yeah. He has a terrible coach that's a terrible, idiot. Terrible. He's an idiot. Yeah, he and is. All of his best skill players always get hurt every single year. They're all hurt right now, I believe. Yeah, Mike Williams already hurt. Eckler already missed three always. games. Yeah. And Keenan Allen, he gets... Keenan Allen's missed a game so far this year, yeah. too. That's what I'm talking about. Give Joey yeah. Rosa yeah. time. And Bosa gets hurt every year. Khalil Mack doesn't always stay healthy. Yeah. Darren James will not, get hurt. Not only that, Bad but the James. other thing is they play in the same division as the Chiefs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, yeah. after that mini rant we just did about all the stuff that goes wrong for them every single year, it's hard. And he, he wins 10 games still every year, yeah, pretty much. Because yeah, because he's a monster. <laughs> because he's unbelievably good. Yeah. Well, what I mean, you talked about all the time. Mm-hmm. That, one, that one Chiefs Chargers game we said, they find yeah. ways to lose games. Every time. That's I just mean, how it's like he's kind of he's gonna at this rate unless something major changes he's gonna be the new Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna put up these ridiculous numbers. Yeah, Marino did not have the same talent around him as some of the other quarterbacks around that same era. He mm-hmm. just he didn't have the defenses and the offensive lines of Aikman and Elway and all that. Like it's and he ended up with no Super Bowls. Yeah, it's just how it goes. All right. Well, we've talked about Steve Young and other things for quite yeah. some time here. So we got one guy. Uh, maybe we need to get some more fives in here. I think we're around to Ray now. Ray, who's your number five? I went with Dirty Drew Brees. Oh, okay. Uh, he's my number four, actually. He's oh, my really? number four. Okay. I don't have him. I don't either. Uh, I thought. I mean, the size he was at, and what he was kind of asked to do with them Saints teams, I thought kind of elevating him up to the spot he should be at. And it showed. Uh, 13-time Pro Bowl, one-time All-Pro, one Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl MVP, Comeback Player of the Year, uh, 571 TDs with a 67 completion percentage. I mean, he was the Saints for the longest time. And before that, the Aints. The Aints. It's true. So, I mean, he brought life back into the team. Um, he kind of like as we're seeing now with Bryce Young and Doug Flutie in the past, undersizing is always the way to go. So Breeze Breeze kind of showed you that it can work with the right person. So, by the way, he's a four-time All-Pro. Oh, was he? Oh. Yeah. yeah, I remember we talked about Steve Young. They don't. They only list your first team. Yeah, uh, the top. You have to actually scroll and go yeah, through them. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for for Drew Breeses, he played the same time as Peyton Brady, Roethlisberger, right. and Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot. There's only a couple All Pro spots. Yeah. So right. it's really hard. A lot of those guys only have a few. Um, yeah. So, but so four is actually pretty impressive for that era. I think he got two Offensive Players of the Year. He does. He has two Offensive yeah. Player of the Years and an MVP or no MVP. No MVPs. Um, which you can. The reason I decided to put Breeze on my list, because when I originally thought of the guys I was going to put on my list, Drew Breeze was not on it. But then I was sitting there looking, and I was like, he's either like one, two, or three in every single category, and then he has a Super Bowl, unlike some of these guys we're going to talk about today. Um, And so I was like, yeah, three. Um, 
So I was just like, you know what? I'm putting Drew Brees on, and I did. I think he's a good pick. I don't have anything against him. Yeah, I don't have anything against him. I, Drew and I talked about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about it today. Well, I was, my thing was, I said, I, Drew's got stats. I mean, he's got yeah. great stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, the MVP bothered me, and but I understood that there was a lot of good guys at that time. But the, the thing that got me was, and I was telling Drew, never during his career did I ever think he was the best quarterback. Nope. Ever. That's true. That's yeah. true. Right. But because mm-hmm. he played with Peyton and Brady. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Because yeah. there were so many other guys, I'm thinking, yeah. I just never thought of him as being the best. But he had some unreal. Yeah. He was he pretty He had some great seasons. I mean, pretty, all around. Until very recently, he was the 5,000 yard passing list. Like, yep, it was just Drew Brees. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we had a Stafford appearance on there. But then, yeah. after, until recently, when guys started doing it all the time, it was the Drew Brees list, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he was because for the longest time. Well, he might still be the only person to have multiple appearances, unless has Mahomes done it twice now. I think Mahomes has done it twice, but okay. he but Breeze has done it four times. Yeah, you know, um, he you know he led the league in yards seven times. He led the league in touchdowns four times. Um, he led the league in uh, completion percentage six times. Um, dude was dude was a baller. He, um, he really was. I agree with Uncle Doug. He, I don't, I don't ever, I don't know that I ever thought he was the best quarterback in the league. Um, I also don't know that he played with the talent that Manning or Brady did. That's what, um, that's what I told you earlier, Dad. I said he yeah. didn't have two Hall of Fame receivers like Peyton did. Yeah, and he didn't that's have true. the you I mean, know, his best receiver all time. Marquise Colson, <laughs> and then he had Jimmy Jimmy's, Graham. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. He had yeah. those two. He always had a bunch of little running backs that caught the ball. He had Reggie Bush right. at the beginning. Yeah. Holes. So Pierre Pierre Mark Thomas. Ingram. Yeah. yeah. The that way I kind, the way I kind of looked at it was I kind of started looking at it after I went over it in my head and I I I know it's not a perfect comparison but I was like he's Dan Marino with a Super Bowl because he went out and broke all the records in the NFL like Dan Marino did Dan. but he won a Super Bowl in the course of doing it. Dan Marino got MVP so that's yeah. what, that's their difference. Yeah. Which some of those Drew Brees ones I dived into him and oh my there's a couple of years there. That are, I think, should be. Well, during some of his big stat years, didn't his did he did his team suck during there, those big one of the years? Yeah, the one year his team was like eight and eight. But then there was, gotcha. there was I got one for you, Drew, right here. His the Saints went thirteen and three. He threw for fifty five hundred yards yeah. and forty six touchdowns with a seventy one percent completion percentage, and that was in two thousand eleven, not in two thousand twenty when everybody else was doing it. And he did not win the MVP. They gave it to Rodgers. He threw for 46. Was that his 100 yards in ratio year? Yeah, he threw for like yeah. 45 touchdowns and like four picks. Ooh. Right. Yeah. And his team went 15 and 1. Uh, oh, that yeah. is kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's that yeah. year. But there's one year. That is a rough year there's for one, <laughs> Yeah, that no, is. But there that. is one year where he, he should have. Took one of Peyton's. Oh, come on. He, he, he overthrows <laughs> oh, it. He on. has more touchdowns. He throws for like a thousand more yards. Mm. He throws for, I think, five less picks. And I, but the Colts go, I think, 14 and 2, and the Saints go like 12 and 4. Mm. I don't know what year it is. I, I, I don't know which, I don't remember off the top of my head, but that, that was, those two were the ones I'm like. <laughs> There's another Peyton yeah. one, but it's really close. Like Peyton throws for like 200 more yards, Breeze throws for like one more touchdown and four less interceptions. But that's the year his team went eight and eight, and uh, Peyton's team went twelve and four. Oh well, they're not going to give it to someone who was no. eight and eight. No, 
Yeah, he went eight and eight and got last in his division. <laughs> Ooh, that's a rough year, dude. <laughs> yeah, that must have been like those. And the Colts didn't win their division at twelve and four. The Titans had some good years in there, yeah. sprinkled in there. So I, 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 those that was just interesting to me. Some of those years, I was like, dang, you go yeah. eight and eight and don't even win. Like you get last because I think I don't. I can't remember all the way back there. I think in uh, I can't remember what episode, but in a past episode, um, we talked about like what. Hakeem or Drexler's career would look like if Michael didn't play at the same time as them? Like, what would Breeze's career look like if he didn't play at the same time as Peyton and Brady? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some guys are just lucky or unlucky in that way. You know, like... He's like Charles Barkley of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, or Carmelone or Stockton. You know, one of those guys. Probably more Carmelone. Has yeah. insane Car- numbers... Just doesn't have quite the accolades of like the other couple guys. He did at least sneak time. in a championship. He did, he did. get he did get a championship. Yeah. yeah, but then after that, the Saints were the playoff woes. I mean, every year they were losing to somebody or somehow dumb. Yeah, like I mean, well, they got they were really good when he, a couple years after he got there and they won the Super Bowl and they had kind of a bad stretch and then seeing they climbed back up to being really really good at the end of his career. Yeah. But they and they had some really good teams, but they just seemed to not quite get over the hump in the playoffs. No, I mean between he had some shootouts, the Stephon Diggs thing. Yeah, yes, and that then, was bad. There were just a lot of bad years where they were really good and something just seemed to happen. Yeah, I don't even remember. I think I just, I don't even remember all the scenarios. Well, and now looking back at it, I think you can give more credit to Drew Brees than you can Sean Payton. <laughs> it definitely doesn't look good now. Yeah, it doesn't look yeah. good for Payton now. We'll see. We'll, we'll give it a couple of years at least instead of five games. But. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think having a Hall of Fame quarterback makes things easier. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, there's uh another guy on a couple of our lists, um, but we still haven't said my number five because um, Breeze was my four. Uh, my number five is Dan Marino. Oh, I think it's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I got Dan up before. We're the only two that have Dan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I have both Young and, and Breeze. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's kind of surprising. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Marino is a nine-time pro bowler i don't know how many l pros at this point because i'm not going to go down and count in the middle of this um but he has an mvp uh, man an offensive player of the year um he didn't get he did not win a championship like we discussed a few minutes ago um i had it in my head that he oh that he won rookie of the year but i guess he didn't oh there it is there it is yeah no offensive yeah. Offensive player of the year. Yeah, no rookie of the year. My bad. 84. Um, 59% completion percentage, 61,000 yards, which was the record for quite some time. Um, now it's like, you know, 25,000 behind the leader, I think. Yeah. But it, it, it was the record when he retired and for quite a while afterwards. Um, he has 420 touchdowns, which, again, was the record when he retired and was for a while. Um, he did throw 252 picks, which was a... Uh, Decent amount, um, but uh, <clears throat> Marino was a gunslinger for quite a while, and he did go out there and you know led the league in in yards five times and touchdowns three times, 
um, in uh, attempts quite a few times. Um, wasn't the most athletic fellow, but uh, you know, was the he would move around in the pocket and avoid stuff and get the ball out at a real quick release. Uh, was the only only guy to beat the uh, eighty five Bears. Of course, <laughs> we just got jab at the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. But um, yes. Um, he also went in the uh, famed uh, same draft class as like three other Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Um, he was like, "What?" Crazy part is, is lots of people. He almost went to the Steelers. I know that's the crazy part. He almost went to Pittsburgh because well, he went to Pitt. Yes, yeah. he did. He yeah. went well, to Pitt. Yep. There, someone made up some story about him when he was coming out of the draft to to dump his draft stuff or stock. I can't talk. Sorry. And to prevent the Steelers from drafting him, I think, and that's why he fell to the Dolphins. Or twenty seven, he went twenty seven. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't he like yeah. the fifth or sixth quarterback? Like someone's because it's John Elway, Jim Kelly, and Dan Marino, the three Hall of Famers. But yeah. then there's two or three other guys that went before. It was like a guy that John went to like Elway, the Jets or something. Todd Blackledge went to Kansas City. Uh, Jim Kelly, Tony Eason went to uh, New England, mm-hmm. and uh, Ken O'Brien yeah. went to the Jets, yeah, right. the Jets yeah. and then Dan Marino. I'm pretty sure someone starts a rumor to make him look bad so he falls in the draft. I don't remember who did it. It might have been the Dolphins. Someone did it because everyone thought Pittsburgh was going to take him. It was right in their backyard. Right, he played for Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah, and they needed a quarterback at that time. And imagine if he would have went there and went on those 90s Steelers defenses that made Super Bowls. Oh, yeah, so, you, so you're replacing Neil O'Donnell with Dan, Dan, Dan Marino, yeah. and they probably, they probably <laughs> win a bunch of Super Bowls. Yeah. Right. yeah, and his destiny is maybe the GOAT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like that's... That's how crazy one little thing can change your career. Or, I mean, the other side of it, I don't want to turn this into a what if, but <laughs> like the other side of it is, is does Bill Cower and that Steelers team let him be Dan Marino? Because they they were the ground and pound team. Yeah. You know, would, would he have thrown the ball 20 times a game for his career and won Super Bowls? And then we'd be talking about him like we do other ball control guys. Like, well, he didn't really win because of him, you know. Like and like Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, or Terry Bradshaw or uh, Russell Wilson or yeah. Roethlisberger even. I mean, like, <laughs> you know. I don't know. When you have an all-time great talent and you have a decent coach, usually the decent coach is going to know to let that guy do what he does. Like. And Cower was a great coach. Yeah, I think Cower was, was, was a very good really coach. Good. Yeah, like this, I think the Steelers would still run the football because that's how the Steelers played football. But I think when it was time, they would unleash the dragon that was yeah. Dan Marino yeah. and say, "Hey, we need you to go win this game. Go." <laughs> it could very well be. Yeah, but because uh, that dude was a freak, maybe the quickest release in NFL history. You ever watch videos of him throwing the football? Yes. Well, that's essentially how he beat the Bears in '85. Was it, he caught the ball and flung it? Like it was like boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's, he was getting it out he as fast as he could catch could it. Throw a fucking rocket like forty mm. yards. That was just a straight line. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. And he had this quick release, and his arm moved so fast it made like this weird noise when he on the NFL films. Like it sounded like it hurts. <laughs> like he just like whips it, and it's just so nuts. Oh, if we don't bring up that he um, he did the fake spike <laughs> on Monday yeah, Night Football. Yeah. yeah, I was watching that game. Was it Monday night or Sunday night? Wasn't it one of the I two? It was Monday night. Yeah, yeah. It was against the Jets. I think so. Yeah, that was awesome. Now, <laughs> are you allowed to even do that? Is that legal play? 
Uh, a fake it was spy. then. Yeah. Vegas spy. Yeah, it's still, it's still illegal it. now. Yeah, I believe it didn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, I think can, Peyton got caught and he, uh, and he messed it up or something. <laughs> tried to do it. Yeah, you, you can still do it, but yeah, you just have to be really sneaky. You can't fake slide. I think yeah. Kirk Cousins did it just a couple years ago. Maybe. Well, well, I think, he did. I think yeah. Roethlisberger yeah. did it one year against the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't think I have anything else to add to old Dan. Um, that's everybody's five, correct? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then me, Ray, and Drew already have our fours, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, so yes. Wade, who is your four? I got the old Johnny U. Ooh. It's also my number four. Johnny U. Nitace. I got Johnny at two. Oh, Ooh, hey. I like it. I do not have Johnny. I don't either. So three for. I'm five. gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Wade's version of Bob Cousy on this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, buddy. Anybody want to talk to us about Johnny Unitas? Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Um, well, I just think what he did when he did it was just extremely impressive. Um, with You got a Super Bowl and three NFL championships, three NFL Most Valuable Players, five first-team All-Pros, three second-team, ten Pro Bowls, four-time yards leader, four-time touchdowns leader, two-time rating leader, completion percentage leader, um, was considered the GOAT when he retired at the time. And we're talking about a guy who played in like the 50s and 60s and still threw for 40,000 yards and almost 300 touchdowns. Um, he did have a lot of interceptions like a lot of the other guys, but he also had seasons that had never been done before at that point in time and was setting records left and right. And some of his success throughout his career, you know, touchdown number-wise in some seasons and yardage and completion percentage-wise was what led to the NFL slowly evolving into what it you know, became later on. People watched Johnny Unitas and tried to expand from there. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that covers it. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else he have retired, anything to add? He held most of the records. He was, yeah. I mean, at his time. Uh, and he, was the captain of some of the greatest... Probably the greatest overall Colts teams ever and some of the most iconic teams of that generation of football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are some loaded teams. Yeah. Loaded. The Baltimore Colts. They beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Oh, I don't even remember. The one about the one in the 70s? Yeah. Um, I thought it was the Cowboys. I think think they did beat the Cowboys once. They're the team, of course, that lost to the Jets. Yes, they lost. And then the, team, the game they won, I think, was the Cowboys. I thought they did beat the Cowboys. What year did they win the Super Bowl? They won. Early 70s. 19, yeah. 1970. It was 1970. Yeah, yeah, it's 70. It was early yeah. on. Yep. Um, I'm trying here. Does he got. What is he? Does he have. He has three NFL championships, yeah, right? Baltimore, it's four, three NFL Before yeah, the Super Bowl. 16-13, Baltimore over Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Is he go. the full-time starter at that point, or did he come his, in? Um, his season stats are like barely anything, so I don't know. There, there was one Super Bowl where he got him there, and then he got hurt, and Earl Morrill finished it. And then the other Super Bowl, I think that was the one they lost. And then, and then the one that they won, I think he was out. Somebody else got him there, and then he came back and won the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know huh. if he, I don't know if he got benched or he got hurt or what, but he did not play all this game. He was three of nine for two interceptions in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Is that the Jets Super Bowl? Um, 
I don't it's know. It's 1970, whatever. No, that'd, that'd be later. That's the Cowboy one. The Cowboy. The and one and who you say, who'd you say he, uh, the guy that came Earl in for Moore. United? Oh, yeah, Earl Morrell was yeah. 7 of 15 for 147 yards and also an t- interception. Yep. Um, so yeah, how they won this game, I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> apparently the Cowboys played worse. Yeah. I don't know. Is that the one they won? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Let's see if the, the well, rushing game. We held the other team to nine points, so. Uh, yeah, probably the trick there. Doesn't look like there was a whole lot going on. Yeah, so you, you won your NFL titles. <laughs> and it says his only championships were 58, 59, and 70. So, again, I bet that Super Bowl member is still an NFL title. Wait, no, you guys are oh. in the – you guys have been in the AFL. Or, or the Colts in the oh. NFL. I thought we were the NFL. Colts were in the NFL yeah. then. Then they switched to the AFC. So were, AFC. So which one are you talking about? So were the Cowboys not in? The Cowboys would have been in the NFC. Which championship are you talking about? See, I think when back before there was an AFL, I think the Colts were still part of the NFL. But then when they switched, I know, but but when I click on when I click on the playoffs, it says he has three titles. It says they had one in '58, '59, and '70. So '58 and '59 were in the NFL titles. Where's the third one? Right. Sixty. It's. Probably the, it probably got counted the year they lose to the Jets right. because that's when you got a technical oh, okay, championship okay. Yeah, for winning. The NFC oh yeah, we the won. Jets were in the AFL. Yes, the okay. The AFL. okay. So he okay. won. They won their. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're counts. the Vikings championship. I was just confused on where it was. Like right. yeah. Yeah. the other one is the okay. Jets season. Okay, just so like they, that Vikings thing with we, Alan Page we, we and them. Went over this one other time. With the Vikings. The Vikings. Because yeah. it says they had championships until the merger. It's like the first like six or seven Super Bowls. You technically got a championship if you won your right. division because they were yeah your conference, totally I guess. Okay. okay, so I'm good now. Does anybody know how they figure out QB rating? Oh God! Well, just let's, oh, let's not do this. No, <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't want to go off on a huge tangent of it, but I'm just going through Johnny U's playoff numbers here, and like this, in this, he has a completion percentage of 35. percent Yeah, but his QB rating is 106. <laughs> I don't know. How, how See, is that possible? There's, there's two different quarterback rating things. Yes. There's QBR, and then there's an, and one of them maxes out at 100, and the other one maxes out at like 160. Yeah. Or 100 and something like that. Yeah. You know, I was like going to say 132 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's in the hundreds. Yeah. Like yeah. But still, 106 QB rating is really good, no matter like, right. yeah, like, what, what are like, like his touchdowns and interceptions and stuff that game? Uh, he threw for 145 yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions. No interceptions. Okay. So he threw for barely any yards. He couldn't complete his passes, and he has 106 QB rating. Like, All right, here. There's four formulas you can use. The first one is take the completions divided by attempts, and then you subtract 0.3 and multiply the result by five. <laughs> okay. So if you want to do one, we can try and do it. But but, form- no. <laughs> we got a long ways to go, guys. We're probably yeah, let's break not QB uh, No, see, this we is not to debate all these people. This is dumb. I mean, there's four formulas to do it. So whichever one you pick, yeah. Drew. If you want to, you can come over one night. We can do a bonus episode, and you can just do math on it. <laughs> I'll do war. I'll do QBR. I'll do win shares. Yeah. All, I'll do it all for everybody. There you go. Uh, hey, that would be a boring ass episode. <laughs> yeah. All Wait right, so that three, three, of you, three people had Johnny U. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Uh, so, so we have everybody's fives. Is that everybody's fours? Or somebody have a four left? No, that's my four. That's I've got my, my four, four and five. My right four and five are yeah, up my there. four and five are up there. All right, does it? Who has threes left? I do. I do. Me. So everybody has a three left. Yep. yep. 
All right. Well, Uncle Doug, I don't think you've gone yet. So, Uncle Doug, who's your three? Um, my three is Joe Montana. Oh, yeah, he's my two. He's my two. He's my three. He's my one. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, he's unanimous. Joe's in. Uh, yeah. Well, Uncle Doug, you want to tell us a little about Joe Montana? Um, two MVPs, uh, four Super Bowls, and he was MVP of three of those. Uh, 273 touchdowns, 63% completion percentage, over 40,000 passing yards, um, eight Pro Bowls, five All-Pros, three first team, two second. Um, Joe was just the, the right guy in the right place. Uh, when he came out of Notre Dame, he was a good quarterback. But I don't think anybody saw this coming for him. But when he and Bill Walsh got together, it was just perfect. It was they were like, perfect for each other. It was like Belichick and Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, he ran Walsh's offense perfectly. Well, yeah, the best receiver in football, too. And helps. he just had a knack about him about being calm. I mean, the famous story about mm-hmm. the playoffs, John Candy sitting up there, and I think it was John Candy, and he's in the – critical point of the game and he's in the huddle and says that ah, isn't that john candy said <laughs> yeah. all the players are like oh yeah cool not only that but like he ran a pass happy offense you know and he he still had a high completion percentage mm-hmm. he didn't throw interceptions nope. um you know that was the big thing like he threw the ball a lot but took care of the ball and you know, didn't didn't mess his team up while doing it. Well, the the catch, the the pass to, to I mean, Dwight has, Clark is just yeah. an iconic NFL moment. Yeah. I mean, they show it. I mean, we see it four or five times every Sunday. Oh yeah, <laughs> or I mean, every, you know, every playoffs they're showing it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That was just an unbelievable. I mean, play. he was the first quarterback. Like we talked, Steve Young was the second half of the 49ers dynasty. He was the first half. Yeah. I mean, he started the dynasty. I mean. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty widely considered the goat until recently. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, he's probably still the goat. We don't, I don't acknowledge him. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of zoned out. Sorry. I wasn't talking about uh, necessarily this room. I was just talking about it in general. <laughs> I said right. until recently, Joe Montana was considered the goat. Yeah, well, a lot of people. Um. Anybody else have anything to add on Montana before we move on? Drinks a lot of Guinness. I mean, if I could say anything negative about Joe Montana, it'd be that he played for Notre Dame. (laughs) (laughs) He hates on Rudy. He does. He he does. Yeah, Yeah. he does. Doesn't like that, huh? No. I mean, to be to be honest, even though I'm a I'm a giant, obviously Peyton Manning guy. If I had to pick one quarterback to win me one giant game, I'd probably pick Joe Montana. Yeah. I mean. Probably the greatest big game performer of all time. He showed I mean, up. Yeah, his his up some of his pressure. Super Bowl performances are unmatched, and his the efficiency and just the yeah. I mean, he was just well, ultra efficient in some of those major games. Well, it was like pretty amazing. Uh, and like Uncle Doug just said, like not just like big games, but like all right, we have to score on this drive or our season's over. Yeah, and he would go out and do it. Yeah, like, like he'd do it more than he would. He was ultra yeah. efficient. He didn't have a rocket arm. Mm-mm. He was out there using his brain and and just breaking it down and making the smart throw every time. Right. The ball went where it was supposed to go. It, it did, and he was just so efficient and so so good. Now those Forty Nine er teams were unreal, but Montana was a huge part of those teams. 
Well, it's like we were saying, it's it's he and Walsh were like Brady and Belichick. Yeah, yeah. He fit the system perfect. Then they didn't do anything without each other. Yeah, they had great defenses in the entire decade of the '80s. The 49ers gave up the least amount of points of the entire decade. Oh, they had the greatest receiver of all time. Yeah, they had the first running back in NFL history to do a thousand yards rushing and receiving in the same season, Roger Craig. Um, like those teams were nasty. Oh, they were. They, they were, were nasty for twenty years. Yeah, through the '80s and '90s, you know they were going to be competitive. Yeah. They won five Super Bowls in the '80s and '90s. And my Rams had to play them twice a year. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. I had to watch those guys all the time. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I'm getting text messages about my Eagles. <laughs> People giving you a hard time. Well, I talked a lot of lot of shit this morning. So I have it coming. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, not not great. Fly Eagles, fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so. Is that ever? Is, do we anybody have a three left? Yeah, um, I do. There's the same one three. Oh yeah, it's oh, probably it's probably the same one. Oh yeah, I zoned out. I haven't said my three yet. No. Right, go ahead, Wade. My three, three is Brady. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Brady's my one. He's my one. He's yeah. my oh one. my gosh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is not on my list. Well, <laughs> fuck Brady. <laughs> well, I agree. Fuck Brady. But yeah, yeah. the reason why he, God when I finally damn. put him over the top, is because he won with the Bucks. I agree. That's, 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 that's kind of what that, did it that, to that's, me that's too. what he put over the top for me. Peyton was my number one until Brady won the the Super yeah. Bowl with the Bucks. Yeah, that's fair. Because he did it without Belichick, so I feel like yeah. he. I mean, he's still had a really good team in Tampa. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, very, very good but team. But he did it. I mean, the the leftovers of that team are winning the division right now with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I mean, I'm acknowledging that he was a great quarterback. I put him on the list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I put him at three. A great step forward from what we've heard previously about yeah, Wade and Tom right. Brady. I, mean, I could unleash just a wrath of <laughs> shit right now, but I'm choosing not to. I'm trying to be respectful here. You're showing restraint. We appreciate yeah. that, Wade. Um, I mean, oh, God. Um, I mean, okay. <laughs> Let's break it down here, Ray. You ready? <laughs> we going good or bad? Go ahead. I put him at three because I don't think all of his accomplishments are legitimate. I don't know how many are fucked up, but he probably accomplished a few things the right way. <laughs> probably accomplished a few not the right way. Yeah, he accomplished Giselle for about 12 years. <laughs> hey, hey, that is an accomplishment. I will give that he to the man. He, right. That is That's an accomplishment. That's the only big one I'm giving him. <laughs> And I don't think that he would have been trash if it wasn't for Spygate. I just think when you know what the other team's going to do for 12 years, it helps. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it definitely helps. Well, here's, here's, here's why I hate it so much. The best teams Peyton Manning ever had were the ones that lost to the Spygate Patriots. Because it's Peyton Manning in his prime. Marvin's in his prime. It's the only time Peyton has a great run game with Edron James. We had built a good offensive line, and we had a respectable defense. And the two, the first time they played each other during Spygate in the AFC Championship, the two games before that, Peyton has nine touchdowns and averages like 320 yards to one interception. Then he plays the Patriots and completes like 48% of his passes and has four interceptions and one touchdown. So it's like, all right, the Patriots whipped his ass. The next year it happens again. Peyton throws for like 400 yards, four touchdowns or three touchdowns or something like that. 
Then he plays the Patriots the next game. He has no touchdowns, like 200 yards and one interception. And then Spygate happens <clears throat> Excuse me. a couple years later. And then after Spygate, Peyton never lost to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick ever again in the playoffs. He was 2-0 and had four touchdowns to one interception compared to five interceptions and one touchdown. Well, well, I will say this. You're not going to get any flack here. I mean, no, uh, Uncle, Doug, Uncle Doug and I uh, lost yeah. Super Bowls to those teams. Yes. So, um, yeah. Just, a my reporter fa- at one point interviewed Peyton. I was like, that's my favorite interview and, of all time. And yeah. asked him, he says, well, you beat the Patriots this time. What changed? And he goes, I changed the signals at halftime. That's the year <laughs> we yeah. beat him? Yeah. They went, yeah. And, and, they and, Peyton, and Peyton times. said he was so paranoid about it, they went to the showers. They did. He did in the locker room. They went to the showers to change it because they didn't know if there was cameras in the locker room or not. That was the year we came back and beat them to go to beat you all in the Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. Beat the Bears. <laughs> we were down 21 points at halftime before Peyton changed the signals. He also had one interception, no touchdown, and had like 100 yards. And then he changed the signals at halftime, made like a 24-point comeback, made it to the Super Bowl, and had a touchdown, no more turnovers, and had like 250 yards in the second half. And then after that, never lost to them again in the playoffs ever again. And his efficiency went up, his touchdowns went up, and his interceptions went almost completely down. So he went from five interceptions and one touchdown during Spygate to four touchdowns and one interception after Spygate and was undefeated against them in the postseason after Spygate. So I think Spygate mattered is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I, will, I would agree. I will say this: um, we we were. I mean, I say we like I played the Eagles. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was like playing two different teams in the Super Bowl. In the first half, we were beating them, and in the second half, they knew the everything we were going to do before we did it. Exactly. Same way with the Rams. Yeah. yeah. And we could not move the ball on them at all. Like, they chewed us up and spit us out, and it ruined Don McNabb's legacy. And, and Tom I, Brady's passes in the second half are always to the perfect spot yeah. where there's no one standing there. Mm-hmm. They knew exactly when to throw a screen, when exactly when to go deep, when exactly Gronk was going to be open in the middle. Mm-hmm. They would suck in the first half. They were losing at half during five of their six Super Bowls, and then they came back and won every single one they were losing in at half. All the same exact way. Yep. That's I mean, the 28-3 to three with the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wade were- called that one. I, yes. When they were up 28-3 to at halftime, I was celebrating. And Wade's like, dude, they're going to come back and win. And I was like, no, they're not. And he's it like, happened every fucking time. <laughs> every close game they were ever in, it's the same fucking play for 20 years. And people were like, no, no, nothing ever happened. Nothing happened. It's like, oh, every Super Bowl and AFC Championship ends the same way. But I now way. look at the Patriots. He's all out of bag. Of, his bag of tricks Ooh. is empty, and they look like fucking garbage. You're welcome, yeah. Bob. <laughs> Getting well, heated. Bob, yeah. not, poor Bob. He's got six Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Bob true. did like the Patriots before they had Tom Brady. I'll give him that. I will say this, though. I know we've done a lot of Peyton-Brady comparisons thus far, and none of us have even put Peyton on our list yet. But um, I will say this. Everybody likes to make fun of Peyton's last Super Bowl. But I always like to say Peyton's last Super Bowl was Brady's first three Super Bowls. Right. And Peyton outplayed Tom Brady in the AFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Let's just throw that one out there, too. Yeah. He couldn't throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field, literally. And he had multiple touchdowns and no turnovers against the phenomenal Bill Belichick. 
who outsmarted oh. him over and over before Spygate and never again after Spygate. <laughs> so funny. Well, I think Brady had like a top 10 defense every year of his career. And like the Super Bowls, most of the time it was top five. Don't worry, I have stats. Yeah, I, I actually... I've seen, I see a bunch of those all the time. About Brady had these. 14 top 10 defenses. Peyton had seven. And only three of them came in Indianapolis. So he, in 15 years, he had three top 10 defenses in Indianapolis. The rest of them came in Denver. I don't know if it's still true because this stat's a little older. But at one point... Like Brady had like four or five Super Bowls, and mm-hmm. Pey- Peyton had his two, um, and it was the stat was both of them have won the Super Bowl every time they've had a top five defense, yeah. but it was like uh, Peyton had two, you know, oh, yeah. whole, you know, and it was like, and Peyton, I mean, as much as I hate Bill Belichick, he is a really good defensive coach. He is, he is, he, he is, is very he good, a really good defensive coach. Even defenses were loaded for years. Yeah, even after Brady left, and they've had up and down success They're, they've had top 10 defenses most yeah. of the years yeah because belichick is a good defensive coach he is i mean yeah. he was the defense he was the defensive mastermind for uh the giants when parcells won his super bowls yeah. yeah but i mean just think i mean brady had literally over like double the amount of top 10 defenses as peyton i think i read a stat where like it said brady had like 18 first team all pros that he played with to peyton's like 10 or 11 um Stuff like that. Like Peyton started 265 games in his career, and the t- same 265 games he out threw, had more yards and touchdowns, and averaged more yards per season and touchdowns per season than Tom Brady. Um, it took Breeze and Tom Brady both more games and more passing attempts to surpass all of Peyton's records. Um, yeah. Um, I will say this, though the argument that you'll get in the to the defense thing is. That was a team concept. They chose to play defense while Peyton's team chose to draft Hall of Fame receivers. Um, well, that's not the quarterback's fault. <laughs> no, it's not. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It, it is what Bill Polian did, though. He well, did it with the Bills, Bills too. too. Yeah, that's how he built yeah. the Bills, too. He, he built a strong offense, and then he would get speed on defense to play with elite. Speed and pass rushers. Yep. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he had Bruce Smith and then Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis. Yeah. That's how he built it. He built a play with a lead, mm-hmm. which didn't always lead to success, but if you have a great quarterback, it can. That's how the Rams got their last Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. That's what we did. Aaron Donald. Got Matthew Stafford and all that offense, and we got Aaron Donald and Ramsey. But yes. Play where we were ahead. Mm-hmm. But even after my giant tirade, I do think Brady is a good quarterback. I just don't think he's fully legitimate. Well, I mean, he, he he shouldn't get all the credit he deserves for all the Super Bowls. The, the the only thing you can say, and people do say it, in an argument against, because like, we all know everybody in the world knows they cheated. Oh yeah. So yeah. there is no denying it. But the argument you hear that we'll never really know the answer to is, well, everybody was doing it, so like it didn't it didn't help the Patriots more than it helped anybody else. I'm sure there were people doing little stuff to try to get an advantage. No one went to that extent. It wasn't just stealing signals. They stole playbooks and recorded practices illegally. They stole playbooks <laughs> during warm-ups. Like, they, they shut down other teams' headphones at home games. Like, this is all shit they did for over a decade. Yeah. Well, Those are large, large advantages. <laughs> and they got caught later again. The flight gate. And then when the Bengals were bad and they got the new head coach, they got caught stealing his signs. They, well, recording his practices. Right, yeah, yeah, before he... the practices. And before they got good. Like. Spygate, unless they played the Colts or the greatest show on turf, Spygate was for Tom Brady. It was for him to know where to throw the ball. That's where it was usually focused on. Except they gave the signals to the defense when they played Peyton in the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... 
So they even had offenses and defensive sides of cheating. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if you if you're a defense and you know what's coming, that is huge. Oh, yeah, what made huge. Peyton Manning so good? Audibling. Yeah, that, he made it famous. Mm-hmm. That's what Peyton did. He read the defense at the line and then he changed the play. Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now his production company is called Omaha Productions. Yeah. 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 Peyton. That's what Peyton Manning did. He audibled every single play, but they knew every single audible. What does your show on turf do? They did these crazy spread you out audibles that threw the defense for a loop. Mm-hmm. But Marshall Falk famously said that when he went to shift outside, that it was like William McGinnis met him at the spot he was supposed he to be in there. Yeah, yeah. And was waiting for him during He's- the shift. Because wow. yeah, they oh, yeah. knew what you were going to do. Well, I mean, just recently, I haven't listened to it, but just recently, Roethlisberger and Bettis went on somebody's show, and they did a big old tirade about how uh, the Patriots knew all their plays and would like they 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 call they call an Roethlisberger would call an audible, and the Patriots would get to the spots faster than the Steelers would. Yeah, they did the same thing to the Rams. Yeah, yeah, Roethlisberger and Bettis just talked about it on somebody's podcast. I can't remember whose it was, but yeah. It's just, yeah, I just don't like it. It's unfortunate for <laughs> you guys who lost. <laughs> it does uh, suck. It does, it does suck. I mean, yeah. All right, well, uh, we got Tom Brady on four lists. So, all right, is that everybody's three? Does anybody have a three left? Yeah. yeah that's my three. Oh, yep. Ray does? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, who's your three? Peyton Manning. Yeah. He's my number one. Oh, okay. Peyton's my two. He's my two. He's also my three. Thank God. <laughs> so Peyton's in. Phew. I think well, I just yeah, I just think I made my mating case pretty much. So <laughs> well, you didn't oh, have I to make so. the case. I know Peyton's. Yeah. Like I said, he was my number one until Brady won without. I mean, done. honestly, there, you can make arguments for a few guys. I don't care if he's not everyone's number one. Just I was hoping he was on everyone's top well, five. Here's one thing I, I always think about Peyton. I've watched football since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in the old days, the quarterbacks called the plays. Right. Um, so not only did you have to be physically gifted, but you had to be really smart. Mm-hmm. You had to know all the plays, what everybody was supposed to do. And a lot of today's quarterbacks, um, are better because of the coaches, because they're the ones calling the plays and doing it all. Peyton Manning is to me, the modern quarterback that could have played any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been great any time because he was the coach on the field. Yeah. yeah he, we called him the sheriff. Yeah. He won and won an MVP with an offensive coordinator that is now a punchline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adam Gase. Yeah, Adam Gase was his offensive coordinator, and he won an MVP, and we talk about how Adam Gase ruins careers now. Right. Well, there was one year, I can't remember if it was one of his MVP years. It might have been one of the years you were talking about earlier, Drew, or if it's one of the years where he got, like, second. But his starting, that our O-line back then, when Peyton first got there, it was terrible, and then we developed into a really good O-line, and at the end of Peyton's tenure with the Colts, it was bad again. And he almost won, I can't remember if he won an MVP or almost won it this one of those years. We, our offensive line was getting worse. Our starting running back was like Joseph Adai, and his two receivers were like Pierre Garçon and Austin Colley. Yeah. And he almost won the MVP, <laughs> or, he won, or he did win it. I don't remember which one. And our defense was usually bad. But they had a few good years. Yeah, Marvin there. would have left. Yeah. Reggie so would have been there. Well, that's kind of another big thing. Everyone, that's the first comment everyone usually makes is he had Marvin and Reggie. 
They were only good at the same time for about three. No, four yeah, I mean, they're only good, but he had one for most yeah. of the time. I mean, I mean, well, Marvin was the man the whole first part of Peyton's career, and Reggie developed, and then they were both good at the same time for a couple years, and then Marvin hurts his knee, is never the same, and then retires, yeah. and then Reggie kind of takes over. Where did Dallas Clark fit in there? Because he had a couple big seasons in there. He was. It was like him and Reggie, because um, Reggie went on and played with Luck. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'm trying to think if Clark was there for the beginning of him or if he left before that. But okay. Clark's like, I can't remember if he was there right when we won the Super Bowl or right after. I can't remember if he was there for the Super Bowl or not. Mm, let's look it up. I want to say he was at the Super Bowl. I think he was. So he's just, it's kind of like Marvin first, then Reggie, and then, then Clark maybe? Came yeah, in right after Wayne. Yeah, he's there. He's oh, there in 03. 03 to 11. Seven. Yep, he skedaddled by 12. Yeah, it's like he had one monster year. 1,000 yard in 09. Yeah. One other really nice year. I mean, and that's a that's a time period when 1,000 yards as a tight end was a thousand yeah. yards super big. 10 touchdowns. Yeah. That's a great I mean, year. <laughs> playing with Peyton Manning, I mean, Joseph Adai had 1,000 yards because no one gave a fuck he was on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. Our team wasn't yeah. that great at that point, right. but we won 11 games every year because people just, you know, Peyton just knew when to hand the ball off. And then Joseph Adai left our team at, like, age 25 and never made an NFL roster, I don't think. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't think we did, went over this, but he's a 14-time Pro Bowler, 9-time All-Pro, 7 of which is first-team first All-Pro. Um, he has 5 MVPs, 2 Super Bowls. Um, he has a Super Bowl MVP. He's on the All-2000s team. He has 2 Offensive Player of the Year awards. He has... Comeback player of the year? Yeah, after the neck thing, I think he got it. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, he does, yeah. That year bugged me a lot. I thought he should have won the MVP that year. Who? And we lost in the playoffs to the damn Ravens when we shouldn't have. Dude, who? <laughs> who won MVP? Is that Peterson's year? It's a. It was a huge year by someone. I, I think it's Adrian Peterson. The comeback ACL. player of the year award? I think you're right, here. Because Peyton has a monster year that first year in Denver, but he doesn't win MVP. Uh, Adrian Peterson won MVP. It was his 2,000-yard season. Yeah. So, 2,000 yeah. yards and 12 touchdowns. What was Peyton's stats that year? Weren't they pretty nice? 4,600 yards, 37 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Yeah. And we, they go and I think they scored like 35 points in that playoff game, and then they still lost. Like, yeah, they lost in overtime. Yeah, but, I think Peyton threw a pick at the end of overtime. But, Doesn't Flacco throw one to that one? Uh, well, it was crazy because Champ Bailey didn't give, give didn't give up an intercept or a touchdown the entire year. And then he gave up two in the playoff game. Yeah. I think he gave up like one to J- Jacoby Jones and yeah, one to Torrey Jacoby Smith. Jones, yeah. It was just like everything just went wrong in that game. Peyton had a bad interception late in the game. Right, Champ, Champ Bailey, Bailey had the there. worst game of the season. It was just a terrible, terrible time. <laughs> uh, Peyton had a terrible game, it looks like. Peyton threw two picks and had two fumbles. Mm. Oh boy, Ray Rice, 30, yeah. 30 carries for 131 yards. Yeah. It was like, wasn't it 38 35? 38 35, yep. Yeah. And Flacco threw for 331 and three touchdowns. Yeah. Almost all on Champ Bailey. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a bizarre game. Flacco was good for a couple of years with those Ravens teams. That playoff run was good. I mean, His he, play or that was that the other one in the Super Bowl? Yeah. They beat the forty ers yeah. yeah. Flacco had a really nice run there. He year. got him paid. Highest yeah. court, highest paid yeah. biggest country in NFL history after that. Well that yep. that playoff run was nasty. He did good. He did. Well, should we finish up our list here? Are we, are we done? Yeah, who uh, does anybody have more than one guy left? 
No. Uh, all five of mine. All, all five of mine are out I there. think I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm quick. I got... Okay. One, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, okay. So everybody's Seven out. Guys. Yeah. So we got Montana and Manning. Right? Yes. Yep. Montana and Manning are in. So we can just take what? Take them off? I Just take them off there so we don't see them. We can just move to the next column over maybe. I don't know how you do uh-huh. that. Yeah, just do that so we know who's. All right. So we have Brady with four. We have Unitas, Breeze, and Young all with three, and Marino has two. Yeah. Mm. Well, where do we want to start here, boys? Oh, my. Yikes. Yeah, the <laughs> logical place to start is uh, Brady. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> God damn it. Where are you going to lose it? Who are you taking? Yeah, yeah we're going to take it from. Oh, God. That will dictate what we do next. Who do you have, Unitas or Breeze? I got Breeze, Unitas, and Marino. Oh, and Marino. Oh, yeah. Marino. Who else has got Marino? Me. God dang it. <laughs> well, it looks like fucking Marino's going off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me, right? Just, you know, just my vote doesn't count? <laughs> well, what you, well, okay, let's let's ask it. where you want to go, Alex. Where do you want to go before I fucking go to the? Well, I mean, place. if you're gonna give if you're gonna give up Marino, I probably. Well, I don't want to give up Marino, but I, I don't really see any other options. There's here. a lot of good options up there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. a lot of good quarterbacks yeah. there. I mean, I already have Breeze, so I can't go to Breeze. Who's got Young? Us three. Us three. Us three. Okay, did our Young argument do anything for you guys? You know what? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to fucking Young. Fuck Brady. <laughs> Steve Young. Fuck Give it to uh, oh, fuck man. Tom Brady. Fuck him. Can't handle it today. <laughs> there. There's oh, always a nice shake about somewhere. Well, I mean, I'll come off Marino. Um, Steve? I mean, <sighs> Steve. Steve. I mean, you can argue Steve accomplished a, a lot that, in some ways, more than Marino in, like, in a very smaller amount of time. I mean, Young only has. Like six thousand less passing yards than Montana did. At least you can say his Super Bowls were legit. He's got one, right? As a starter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's got. And he's he won got, the MVP of that one. Yeah, he threw like six touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he won two. Who they beat? Chargers. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. So Steve Young, he got a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, two regular season MVPs, two Offensive Player of the Years, and retired with you know the highest QB rating of all time and the. QB rushing touchdown record and all kinds of shit. Seven Pro Bowls in eight years. Six All Pros. Yeah. Can't believe we're gonna put two 49ers in. <laughs> I'm actually, I was so happy when there was three of us. I thought I was gonna be the only Steve Young supporter. That's what I thought. <laughs> well, too. That's what I thought when I said I said, "Well, I guess I'll be ready to spend it by myself." There yeah. You go. I was, yeah. When I, when Drew first said it, I was like, "Yes." <laughs> So, All right, I'll come off Marino and go to Young. There we go. We go. Sorry, Dan. Dan. Before Brady. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing it wrong. I like Dan Marino. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Oh, he was a monster, and I think if he were just would have been in a little he, bit different situation, yeah. be a totally different or conversation. If he, he could have won that Super Bowl, he got two. But by, by the way, I'm just gonna say this: I was this close. To having my what if for this episode be what if Dan Marino was drafted by the Steelers and we uh, brought it up earlier, yeah. so I'm glad I didn't do it because we spent time talking about it already. My bad. So, we'll see, no, you're good. But see if Dan Marino would have got drafted to Pittsburgh, then Ace Ventura went and had to look for the missing ball. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
Honestly, I think you can make a really legitimate argument for him being top five, even with his, the way his career went. He did some pretty crazy stuff. All right, guys. <laughs> no. uh, we're looking at Breeze, Unitas, and Brady for two spots. So we have three guys with two spots. Um, and you, you have Breeze and Unitas, right, Ray? Yes, I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, and then so Unitas is Wade, Doug, and Ray. Yeah, is that correct? Uh, yeah. And then yeah. it's Ray, Alex, and Drew for Drew Brees. Yeah. And then everybody but Ray has Brady. Yep. Right. <laughs> so yes, that's where we're at. So <laughs> if Ray comes off one of those guys and goes to Brady, that's not going to happen. Then, Brady- <laughs> <laughs> then Brady's in, and. Whichever guy he comes off, the other guy's probably going to be in. Probably. I mean, Maybe. Yeah, fuck. So it's it's kind of in Ray's hands. To an extent. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I already, I already did you fools a favor. Somebody do me a favor. <laughs> well, I can't. I'm, I'm on your side. Already. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I put Drew Brees yeah. on the beginning. That's, that's giving you hope. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with Drew Brees making the list. Yeah, I, I don't have I don't a problem either. with it at all. Um, so if I just don't, I mean, somebody does that who doesn't have Drew Unitas, uh, could come off Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ray's really going to try this, isn't he? You won't get any shirt back from me. I'll let you go. Yeah. I'll see what you, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Here's my thing. I'm not going to sit here and have a big fucking argument with you because I can't stand Tom Brady. No, I don't either. But I do think he's worthy of this list. Yeah. yeah. We've went over the top with stuff before with Lou Gehrig and other stuff, but this fight. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving Tom Brady off a top five QB list might just lose our credibility for the podcast. <laughs> Ray, I put him on. <laughs> I fucking hate that. We all, we all don't like him, Ryan. We all don't like the Patriots. Yeah. We all know they cheated. I've hated Tom Brady and Bill Belichick my entire adult life. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit before I was an adult. <laughs> yeah. I despise yeah. them. I mean, they beat the Eagles in, what, 04? Yeah. And I would have been, damn, I would have been 15 or 16 at that time. Yeah. Oh, you're probably mad. I can only imagine myself. Yeah. Oh, I was so pissed. I mean... At halftime, T.O. had 180 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> Didn't you only score like 24 points? Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah like the yeah, final score is like what? Half Patriots came Because the final yeah. score is like what? 24 to like 28 or something? Something like that. Um, and like we got shut down in the second half. I mean, I think McNabb threw three picks in the second half. Sounded a lot like the ASC championship that year. <laughs> with the Colts. Familiar, it? Yeah. Okay, we'll do this then. Oh, no. Go around the room. Ooh. Who's the lesser of the three remaining? So, everyone say the person. Who do we think off. is the worst? Is yeah, what you're saying? The, who's the lesser of the three remaining? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eagles don't score in the second half and lose 24 to 21. Here's my thing. If you just look at straight numbers, obviously Breeds is going to destroy Unitas. The reason I the reason I praised Unitas was because yes, he had some terrible interception years in games like everyone did then, but he also just accomplished things and had uh, and also had seasons in games that no one had ever seen before at that point. Forty thousand yards and almost three hundred touchdowns in the fifties and sixties is unreal. 
yes, he did have some of the same tendencies as the other older guys. That's how football was played. If me and Ray lined up and he had to go run a route and I was allowed to pick him up and body slam him whenever I felt like it, <laughs> it would make hard make it hard to complete passes. Like yeah. that's that's the way things were. Like maybe not really to that extent, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. That you were people beat the shit out of you and your receiver at all times and you had to complete passes. And this man threw for almost three hundred touchdowns and forty thousand yards. Yeah. And then you go after Brady and you have to lay him down like you put him to sleep. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And and I respect Breeze. Breeze is an all time great. Oh yeah. And I have no problem with him being on the list, but just I just thought I you, mean, what United's accomplished in that era was just crazy impressive. Which I mean I guess Breeze was also accomplishing crazy stuff too. I guess it that's was. where it's not like we just I just put him up there because his stats were really high because of when he played. I mean he was his stats were way higher than some of the guys. It's just he didn't get as much credibility being on the Saints because they weren't a top tier team all the time yeah. anymore and stuff. I mean. I mean, I would definitely have Drew Brees in like my top seven or eight all-time quarterbacks. I'm just not sure exactly where I'd have him, but I hadn't really ever thought about it until we had to make this list. Yeah, I knew he was somewhere in my top ten before, like even looking at it all. Yeah, I think if you leave Drew Brees outside your top ten, I'd have a lot of questions for you. Yeah, Drew, who would you leave off the list? I'd probably leave off old Johnny. Okay. All right. I think that's what we'll do. I'll take my United's fault to Brady. God, this sounds <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's so mad. I am. What do you want to do, Uncle Doug? Well, you want to concede? I guess. I'll go to Breeze. That's fine. Yeah, we'll go to Breeze. All right. So there it is. Ray did that. We'll we'll follow Ray to go with All Breeze. Right. I can't I can't celebrate because we just we 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 just got Ray to put Brady on. Like I'm not gonna celebrate that. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna celebrate? My five guys on the list. There you go. Oh, you got all five? Yep. I got oh, four. Nice. I got four. I got four. Sweet deal. I got my boy Drew on. Yeah. <clears throat> Like I said, or I think before we were recording, like it's one of those things of like I had three guys and I'm like these three have to be on the list. Yeah. But outside of that, I was like, well, if some no. if my other two guys don't make I mean, the list, I can't be really mad about it. I mean, I wouldn't care if Dan Marino or well Johnny Nice or anything. I mean, I, I wouldn't have been butt hurt like yeah, if they were. Mm-hmm. We did leave off a four time MVP in Aaron uh, Rodgers. This just <laughs> we did, and not a single oh, person. Yeah, you know what? Screw that guy. Play too. Yeah. Let's just say that. Two haters in this room, but he has a very good argument about. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I mean, how many guys have four MVPs, a Super Bowl, and own a franchise? <laughs> you give me a whole. You give me a whole playoff game in the NFC Championship. I win. Nope, you lose in the snow to a team that's on the West Coast. Go home and cry about it. <laughs> I tell you what though i've been watching the pat maxby show here a lot lately he yeah. is pretty entertaining he's funny yeah i've been yeah. watching especially that, mi- that mr pfizer fucking it. shit yeah, he's yeah that was funny. Funny. funny i've always liked him on pat mcafee to be honest yeah i don't hate him as much as some people in this room. we didn't bring up either we didn't <laughs> well, bring up either the, packer here's the thing right, the, or elway the, the people that really hate rogers don't get me wrong rogers comes across like an arrogant prick yeah. i don't think anybody really disagrees with that but the people that really hate Aaron Rodgers, I mean, not like the, because he's a quarterback for your rival team. I mean, like hate him as a person. It's politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, all that broke it, yeah, out. It, it, I mean, we. I mean, we, us Bears fans don't like him because he's a Packer. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I that's mean, what I'm saying. It's like, we're not like right. Yeah, that is I, mean, I mean, that, that's a football hate. That's not real hate. Yeah, you know, saying so you're not like wishing bad things upon him or something. No. You know, yeah, like he, does, I, he has had some strong opinions and been involved <laughs> in some pretty. 
yeah social things yeah i mean like he i mean he went out and pretty much said you know that he was conservative and that which got him a lot of hate and then he and then he went out and is like promoting psychedelics which is also bringing mm-hmm. him a lot of hate mm-hmm. and then he said he was gonna you know do a what was it a, a sit in the dark for seven days or whatever it was uh, or a darkness retreat yeah darkness yeah. retreat. Well, he talked about that before he still sees the guy in the hat <laughs> yeah yeah so he like thought he saw him during games and stuff. I'm like, okay, that's your own fault for he, doing this weird crap. He claims that he saw a UFO. He talked about it on the Pat McAfee show one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he's, some weird stuff. He, yeah, he's. I, I don't really mind him to be honest. But. I mean, here, here, I I'll just do a real wait. quick thing. Huh? I mind him. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, I can see why you would. <laughs> I like the fact that he experiments and goes out of the box and stuff like that. But like Alex said, he comes off with such. A bitch, <laughs> and it just fucking infuriates me. I can see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of you guys. You guys have all seen Bull Durham, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know when uh, um, Kevin Costner's character is like, "Hey, you can't be fucking weird until you're a star. Then, then once you're a star, everybody's like, oh, he's he he's just off.'" You know, or, or well, I can't remember what the word he uses, but he, he's colorful. That's what he, he's colorful. But if you're not good, and and you're weird, he's like then they just get rid of you. Yeah. So Rogers has been able to do these things because he's a superstar. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's the case with a lot of guys, a lot of leads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're telling me, you know, I just, I, we don't even get into it. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many chances did Antonio Brown get? Come on. Yeah. It's only because he's good. All right. Well, our Five greatest quarterbacks in sports the Nemo way opinion is Steve Young, Drew Brees, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning. I almost said Eli. Damn. That would have been a slip. Um, but oh, Peyton Manning. Oh, and Alex, let me let me go ahead and do a <clears throat> shameless plug to Blockbuster Bums. I'm going to go ahead and say Brady is not on my list. <laughs> yeah. Um so that will end our quarterbacks portion of this episode and lead us into what if and my what if for this episode i couldn't help myself oh, i had yeah. to do it on the quarterback episode is what if the patriots had to vacate three of their super bowls mm. <laughs> so i want to oh, give them up <laughs> yeah Okay, well, first for Spygate. Okay, yeah. so first question is, do you give it to the other team, or, we, or does the NFL just not have a chance? No, that's, that's, part, that's part of the conversation. But, well, you know what I'm saying? They beat your all's teams, and they beat my team to get there. Not <laughs> yeah. fair. So first thing I'm doing so is Drew I'm... So call- get the only vote here, because we got biased answers around the rest of the room. So the first thing I'm doing is I'm calling everybody up, calling everybody up and we're going to have a fucking big celebration. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I think it does a lot, because not only... Does it knock their dynasty and Belichick and Brady's dynasties down? But it elevates other people. The greatest show on turf becomes a much more relevant all-time team yeah. than yeah. just a one Super Bowl team. They now have two back Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, and that, that that puts you in a bigger territory. And they might be considered the greatest offense ever if they have multiple Super Bowls led by an offense. Well, do you talk about uh, Kurt Warner? It, I'll say it also yeah. it, it also helps Kurt Warner's oh, legacy. Yeah. Oh, Marshall Falk, all those Marshall, guys. Yeah. Marshall yeah. becomes for sure a top. Running back of all time. Dick Vermeil. He's in a different conversation as a coach. <clears throat> Isaac Bruce. Higher yeah. up on all those guys. I mean I mean you think about it, like what how many quarterbacks all time have more than one Super Bowl? Like it's not many. Right. Like, when you're talking about the grand scheme of it. It's just I mean, know, and if Warner joins that list, that really I mean, he's already a Hall of Famer. He made the hall. So um 
but that would really put him in more elite company. I think I think it does as far as elevating. I think it does more for Warner than anybody. Probably. Um, mm-hmm. um, it probably puts if McNabb wins that Super Bowl, he's probably a Hall of Famer. Probably, I would say T. so. T. Yeah. Gets, oh yeah. T. O. gets a ring. T. O. Yeah. T. O. gets a ring. T. O. laid it. And T. O. and T. O. might have won the MVP. Right. Because I mean, he not only did he put up big numbers in the Super Bowl, but he did it on a broken leg. Yeah. Because he got a horse collar tackled in the NFC Championship game and broke his leg, mm-hmm. and came out and had a hundred yard game on a broken leg. Well, yeah, we're also forgetting about the Panthers. Right. Kerry Collins yeah. is known for winning a Super Bowl. It was Jake DeLome that was it. Jake DeLome that won that one. Uh, I thought it was Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins lost. No, hang on. Well, isn't um, that's the 0-4 Super Bowl? When did the Panthers come in? Ninety-eight. Uh, I think Jake DeLome's there for that Super Bowl. Ninety-five, ninety-six. I think this may have been Jake DeLome. You may be yeah. right. Well, where does well, Steve Smith get when we need him? Kerry Collins goes to the Super Bowl with the Giants. And oh. like, oh yeah, you're right. Kerry Con- Collins went to the NFC Championship game like his rookie year. Right. Yeah, but he didn't yeah. go to the Super Bowl too. It's with the Giants quarter with the Giants. Okay, the 04 Super Bowl is the Panthers Super Bowl. It's the 03 season 04 Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Jake Delhomme is 16 of 33 for 325 yards and three touchdowns and zero picks. Nice. <clears throat> Jake Delhomme had himself a game. Um. Well, th- that just flat out just gives them a Super Bowl. They don't have any. So they're That's true. they're no longer a franchise. Steve Smith has one. Yeah, um, our boy Julius, Julius Peppers there. No, ooh, was I think Peppers? He might have yes, been there. Yes, Julius Peppers is there. So if he's there, that helps his stock. Yeah, it's on Super Bowl team. I mean, Julius Peppers should be a Hall of Famer anyway, as far as I'm concerned. Well, he, he just became he eligible, is, isn't he? Yeah, I don't he, think either, he, he either didn't just, get in yet has he? Either just got oh, in or he, he just it. became eligible. Yeah, it's one of the two because he's going to be become the Panthers probably first real. Oh. Hall of Famer, I think. I was thinking he like got in this year or something. Maybe Dude, he didn't. Dan right. Morgan had 18 tackles in this Super Bowl. The Panthers had some players on on that team. They were, they were good. Yeah, mm. it boosts a couple of their legacies. It does. And then if you go back to the round before, and Peyton wins those AFC championships, then he has six Super Bowl appearances instead of four. Maybe has three or four Super Could Bowls. Could you imagine that two. game? But what? Whoa, wait, wait, never mind. He wouldn't have been there to play the Rams. But I'm saying, imagine Kurt Warner versus Manning. That'd be a awesome. Yeah, yeah you know how high awesome, scoring yeah. that game would be. I don't know if we were in that. That's I think what I'm saying. That's not, I think that, that was one. too early. So, but that might have been another because the beginning of Peyton's career, their first three playoff appearances, there was a big rough patch for the whole team. The Colts lost their first three years in the playoffs, and before they took off. So the, f- I think it's the. What's next the order? What's the order of the teams they played? And Zuba. Rams first. Rams, Rams first, then Panthers, then Eagles. Eagles yeah, I think. Say or is it Eagles, then Panthers? No, we play in a, our, the 05 Super Bowl. Okay. Because the Panther Eagle won the 04 season, 05 Super Bowl. Yeah, it's definitely Rams first. Okay, so I'm going to go back to that. That was one. the giant upset. Which is 01. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's 01, isn't it? Is it the 01 season or 01? I don't remember. Super Bowl is always the year after the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, we the Rams lost to them in 01. Yeah. The 01 Super Bowl. Yeah. Or no. It's the 02 Super Bowl. It's the 01 season. Yeah, it's the 02 Super Bowl. You didn't go to the Super Bowl back to back season. That's right. yeah. it wasn't back you to win, back. then the we Buccaneers. The no, the Ravens go. That's right. And then you go, then the Buccaneers win. Then it's the Panther hey, Eagle. There were some bad injury years in there, weren't there? Okay, right. so in between the Super Warner gets hurt. I pulled up yeah. the playoff bracket from the year they beat St. Lu- or yeah, St. Louis in the Super Bowl. New England 
had a first round bye. Um, then they played Oakland. That's the Tuck Rule game. Tuck Rule, mm-hmm. um, which is another giant what if. Uh, but there's no what if if they just didn't call it. They didn't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then the Raiders of the Steelers is going. And yeah. then the then New England beats Pittsburgh in the um, AFC Championship game, twenty four seventeen. Um, and then they go on to play St. Louis, who beat my Eagles in the NFC Championship game, twenty four twenty nine. Um, but so yeah, um, it, they did not play the Colts in the first one. Yeah, I didn't think so. So yeah, we're they beat they beat a, Pittsburgh. So we're looking at a Pittsburgh. Is that Tommy Maddox? Uh, that might be. Let's look here. It's fighting mm-hmm. too. And Jerome Bettis is there, right? Yeah. So you have a Bettis reunion with the Rams. Probably like Heinz well. Ward's probably still there. It's probably the beginning of Heinz. Ooh, I don't know if Heinz would have been there that there? early. You don't That's think Heinz is there that early? Two thousand one. I thought so. I don't know. That's maybe it wasn't. He might not have been. No, I mean I'm not saying you're wrong. I just I'm not sure. Was that Plexico Burris? Ooh. He yeah. came in around that time. <sighs> I'm trying here. Because he was with Eli in like oh seven or oh eight. Tommy Maddox was the quarterback. Um but Cordell was there. Cordell was slashing ah, he, Cordell okay. was slashing it up. Cordell. Uh Jerome Bettis. Um Plexico Burris. Heinz Ward was there, but he was not Mm. Heinz Ward, yeah, it appears gotcha. maybe. Um, yes. So they've been a decent Super Bowl. Yeah. The Steelers back then always had good defenses. Yes. Always. Like I said, be a reunion with Bettis and the Rams again. Yeah, that would have been <clears throat> that would have been two opposite styles playing each other. That would have been really fun. Defense and run game versus you know the high flying forward. offense. Who control, yeah. Whoever controlled like. If the Rams could score, then make the Steelers get out of their comfort zone, or if the Steelers could control the ball. I think it would be a battle of the, the lines. I think if yeah. Pittsburgh was able to get through that offensive line and disrupt the spread offense, it would have been game over. But if the Rams' O-line could have held up just long enough, I think they could have got them. They could have scored enough to beat Tommy Maddox. Yeah. That would probably been the fact. Kurt Warner then probably could have scored enough. Yeah. I mean. But. I mean, it's hard to say. You never know with these games. Oh, for sure. All right, in the next year, in the year they beat the Panthers, so the 04 playoffs. Is this the Roethlisberger's rookie year? Might have been. I believe this would have been Roethlisberger's He goes 11-0. and They might have played Peyton for the next year. Well, Pittsburgh was 15-1, and so yeah, that would have been this year. Yeah, Yeah, that's Roethlisberger's rookie year. Did they play the Colts that year, or is it the next year they play them? I'm trying to Let's pull up see. the Those are the Patriots two years in a row, and I thought it was two years ago the Super Bowl, but maybe it's off by one year. Who'd you say they play? Wade? Um, well, what, year, what year? This is the uh, Rossberger year, the, st- the 04 oh. season. Well, the 04 playoffs, Indianapolis played the Broncos in the first round. Yep. Okay. Um, 49 to 24. That was a spanking. And then New England and the Colts. That's one of that's one of the Spygate games. Twenty to three. Okay, so they just played them in the divisional round that year instead of the AFC Championship. Yeah. Okay. Twenty to three. Uh. And the Patriots played the Steelers. Peyton couldn't complete passes against Spygate Patriots. It was no joke. And the Patriots played the Steelers again. Yeah. So so Peyton was in round two, and then the Steelers for that year. So that's two AFC Championship game losses for the Steelers yeah, so to this in these So just Super saying Bowl the Steelers years. make both and win both. I mean, they're already at eight Super Bowls and this is before they win that other one. Wait, well, no. if they win it this, this year, that seven. means Roethlisberger has three Super or two 
Was it two? How many does he have? He'd have three. Yeah, that'd yeah, be his yeah. third one. That'd be three Super Bowl. That would put Roethlisberger in an elite, elite company. And he'd still be undefeated at this time. Yeah, he wouldn't have lost a single game. That would have been kind of cool. Even though he didn't really have good stats. No, <laughs> no yeah. he he was like Brady when Brady was first yeah. winning them. He yeah. was just game managing, and it was Bettis and Willie Parker controlling the ball. Yeah, because then yeah. don't they win it? Not the next year, but the year after when they play the Seahawks and that. Shafted it should Bowl. be something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I mean, the, the Eagles and Patriots played the next year, and then I don't know who's. Uh, it might be them the after it's after that, that one soon, and then it's the Steeler Cardinal one. Then the Bears and Colts are in there somewhere. Oh five oh six. I think it's oh six oh seven. Is it oh six oh seven? Those those I don't those remember. weird ones happen there because it's like Seahawks Steelers and it's Bears Colts and then it's Cardinals Steelers. I, I think Colt or I think Peyton I know and Eli the, go back to back. Oh yeah, I forgot about the giant Peyton, one yeah. in there. Yeah, Peyton and Eli go back to back. I think it's like the '06 season, '07 Super Bowl, and then it's the '07 season, '08 Super Bowl that Eli wins. I and, think. And the next year, they beat Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship game again. So all three years. So, so they play Peyton in the second round again. Second round again. Oh, okay, so I was yeah. off by a round. Twenty to three. Rounds. Yeah, oh, that's the one we just looked at up there. Oh, is that the oh do I have the wrong year pulled up? Oh. I was looking at the one Ray had pulled up, so I was just I was looking at a different year. I don't, or maybe. Well, I mean, this is the year that the Eagles played him in the okay championship. So. Okay, so they beat Peyton every year in the second round, and the Steelers every year in the third round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. Okay, I got you. That was so, my bad. I was off by a round. And, and you know, like we were, we spanked everybody all the way there. Like, did you? Yeah, like multi multiple score games all the way there, yeah, and then you, you beat my division. <laughs> yeah, you beat Packers and the Vikings. And then you stomped the Falcons. <laughs> Who was on that Falcons team? That was uh, that would have been that would have been Vic. Dirty. Ball. I didn't. I didn't realize Vic and Ward yeah. Dunn would have been there. I didn't realize he uh, made an NFC Championship game. Yeah. I believe he. I believe he had like a unreal game against St. Louis, didn't he, Uncle Doug? Didn't he have like a huge game against you guys? What year was this? This was the 05 oh, playoff, 04 season, oh five. He lose forty seven to seventeen. Mm, yeah, he must have. By that time, we were going downhill. So. I mean, there were Marshall Falk was getting old. Kurt Warner gets hurt a couple times. Isaac Bruce is old. Tory Holtz. I mean, he's. Yeah. And all your other defensive guys who were there. We for had lost season. a lot yeah. of the defense. Yeah. What happens in 04, the 04 playoffs? The Panthers and... Oh, do, we, do we look at the wrong one? The stats I have screenshotted, Peyton plays New England in his third playoff game of that year. That has to be the conference championship. Okay, I'll, I got it. I pulled it up. There it is. Yeah, it's Indianapolis, New England in, in the final round. We were we were looked, at, looked at the wrong year. They lose twenty four to fourteen in the AFC Championship. Yeah, <clears throat> look at the the two games before that. I think this is when Peyton starts winning the MVP. The first playoff game, Peyton has three hundred and seventy seven yards and five touchdowns, and they score forty one points. Yeah, and yeah. he has three hundred and four yards and three touchdowns. No turnovers in either game. Then he plays the Patriots and has <laughs> one touchdown and four interceptions. Dang, who's like, Kansas City? Come on. I don't know. Kansas City would have. They were the two seed. What the. Kansas City? Is that the yeah. Priest Holmes years? It's Trent Green. The um, Priest, Holmes. Priest Holmes and Larry Johnson are both there. Mm. And Tony Tony G. Yeah. Dante Hall's there. They had some good defenders back then too. They had Donnie Edwards, I think. Or was he still in San Diego? Um Donnie Edwards. 
I'm not seeing him on here. He might have still been in San Diego. Um, he went there at some point. But yeah, so they beat the Steelers and the AFC Championship game twice and the Colts once. Yeah. And those three Super Bowls. Very interesting. And so is this the cutoff, Wade? They don't they don't beat Peyton in the playoffs again after 05? Yeah, because the next time they play in... Okay, yeah, is it because the is year it, we go to the Super Bowl is, is the it, year we play them in the AFC Championship. It's the next year, yeah. Um, because that's the the famous game where Peyton switches the the signals. Yeah, yep. And yeah, then, right there. then Spygate comes out that offseason, and then Peyton... Plays them in two more AFC championships with the Broncos and wins both of them. Dang, that Bears Seahawks game was close. <clears throat> okay, so we've talked quite a bit. Like it would obviously probably make make Nab a Hall of Famer. I know, it, right? It would. It would. It has the potential to make Warner and Roethlisberger and a couple other guys into more elite territory. But what does it do to Brady? Like he still has three Super Bowls. Well, he gets caught for cheating, and they actually four, punish. Yeah. And they actually punish. Is it four? Him. He just still has four. He has three with Patriots, one with the Bucks. Oh yeah, so yeah, he'd yeah, have right. four. Yeah. Still have four. But do they cheat more? Like, like, I mean, when Deflategate happens, do they well, actually? They get, do they make them get rid of everybody? Do they make Kraft sell the team? Do they make Belichick well, leave? Like, you know what I'm saying? Know. Like, uh, I don't know if it would go that extreme. Uh, that's pretty extreme. Because I, yeah. I personally, I think Deflategate's dumb. Deflategate like, was just a repercussion because Roger Goodell's like, I just covered up your big scandal. Yes. And he got caught cheating right. again, so I yeah. have to punish you. Yes. That's what that was about. No, because the whole league, everybody but Patriots fans, was pissed they did nothing to right. them for Spygate. Except they covered destroy the evidence. Yeah, yeah except for burn the tapes. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Because they covered yeah. it up. If, if the tapes showed nothing... Let us see them. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If they were if they were just tapes of their own team or something, then they should have just released them to everybody, and we right. should have. Let us see them. They took away one draft pick. That was their punishment. And I think that maybe a fine. Yeah. They took and away one draft pick, they and they were. already and they had two first round picks that year. I think. Well, and Belichick yeah. didn't care about draft picks anyway. Yeah, <laughs> not only did not care about draft picks, but nobody cares when you fine a billionaire. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's gonna say how much? He's gonna have his checkbook right, right here. And the maximum fine for an owner is like a million dollars. So, like, what's a million dollars to an NFL owner? And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Robert Kraft get suspended a year for some massage par- parlor he was bullshit? In a prostitution ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah prostitution. He got out of it. He got out of it. He got out of it. Oh, what a bunch of bullshit! Make that comment. And then yeah. right but after that, they get caught illegally videotaping again. Yeah, right. That's four scandals he, in a matter. He got out of it by like saying. Years. That that's not what the videotapes were set up for. It was for something else. Mm. And so it wasn't legal evidence. Wow. And the whole thing got thrown out. Well, and I mean, the rest of the guys that got busted on that all got released. <laughs> well, let's be honest. NFL owners are kind of Teflon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, no offense to the Colts fans in the room, but Jim Irsay has pushed the line yeah. multiple times. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I mean, he got caught fun. driving like 120 with speed balls on his lap. Yeah. Like, like he's been caught with cocaine a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> so the owner's he's a partier. Not my owner. She's an angel. <laughs> yeah, like your owner's owner. pretty good, Drew. I must admit. She's also like 98, so. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be hard for her to do a lot of cocaine. <laughs> I'd be hard on the heart. Can you, can, you, can you imagine the headlines of owner, 98-year-old owner of the Bears? Uh, Old Virginia. Caught, caught with coke. Like, that'd be terrible. Old Virginia. Yeah. Caught with a drug charge at Jim Irsay's party. Oh. 
and somehow goes home with Robert Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. We should end this podcast. Yeah, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> so, does, does it change Brady's legacy? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Definitely. We call him for cheating now, but they actually punish them and make it worse. And, I mean, and he loses Super three Bowls. Super Bowls. If he loses three and, say, Peyton gets one out of the two playoff runs where he loses to the Patriots, let's say he gets one Super Bowl out of those scenarios. Then it's three to four in Super Bowls, and Peyton has five MVPs to Brady's three. So you can make a more legitimate argument for Manning being better than Brady. It's three Super Bowls to four, five MVPs to three. And if you give one to Donovan McNabb and T.O., their legacies are listed, and the Eagles mm-hmm. win one before. Yeah. You give one to Kurt Warner and the boys, their legacies get listed. Yeah. We'll just kick the Panthers out. Sorry, Mom, you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> buddy's buddy's going to be so mad at us. Let's be honest. I mean, I've, I've said this to Wade before. We're talking about those three Super Bowls in Spygate. But do you think they really quit? No. no, 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 I don't. They, well, I mean, obviously they didn't because so, we called them again. We right. called them videotaping the, the two and fourteen Bengals who had a brand new coach and new signals. Right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't think he even ends up with the other four. Well, I think because I think you and me talked about this at one of our family gatherings a long time ago. They win the they win the three. They go ten years where they they look like a regular good team where they have random failures throughout the playoffs and look normal. They're right. good. They're, they're a playoff team every year, but they're not winning they Super lose Bowls. They Eli Manning. They have a couple deep playoff runs where they make a Super Bowl, but they have untimely plays, and they're not perfect. And then they have other playoff runs where they lost in like the first, second round, like yeah. most other people. And then randomly, after 10 years of losing, they win the exact same way they won the first three. The exact same way, yeah. and then got caught again after the second three. Yeah. And, and then Brady leaves. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, come on, people. And then and Josh McDaniels, who was the offensive coordinator, left and went to the Broncos and got caught stealing signals for the Broncos and then had to go back to New England. <laughs> That's also something that gets covered up. That it's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the other part of it is that's kind of funny is you know, he tells this story all the time, but Man Genius is the one that <laughs> ratted on him. that ratted on him because he was his offensive coordinator for years and he tells the story on TV he's like I went to Belichick before the, like when the season was starting and was like don't do it to me if you do it to me I'll turn you in yeah I guess he and, was the coach of the Jets wasn't he yeah he was yeah. the coach of the Jets yeah. like Mangini was like dude I'm not going to say anything to anybody unless you do it to me right and then he caught him doing it to him and sent the tapes to to the league. Yep. You know, and it was like, and then somebody else caught him. Somebody else caught him and sent tapes in too, another team. But I can't remember who it was. It wasn't just the Jets because they waited until two teams turned him in before it became a big deal. Because when well, Mangini turned him in, it was like all jealous ex-coach, you know, turns them in. But at a certain point, all the good coaches and players around the league knew like what drew was talking about and Pey- manny knew oh yeah after the first couple times they lost like why do you think he changed all the signals at halftime during that one sc well, championship not just change signal he was paranoid enough he had to go to the showers because they microphoned the locker rooms and stole playbooks and ruined and took out your headphones like i mean if you if you take it that extreme you i mean you just have to know yeah but, like and there's other players like alex said what he said brothesberger and bettis talked about it yeah like bart scott Said, kind of hinted at it. Marshall Falk's come out and mm-hmm. said it in the past. Bart Scott came out recently and said that he thought Peyton Manning was the GOAT because people feared Peyton Manning. People didn't fear Tom Brady. They just feared the 
Patriots and the way they did business. Yeah. I mean, somebody said just not that long ago, I can't remember who it was, uh, probably a retired player or something, but he was like, uh, I went to to Foxborough this many times in my career, and only once did my headset work. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> there, was some, there was some big playoff yeah, game where they played the Steelers. Yeah. It was when the Steelers were loaded with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and Roethlisberger and like somewhat another great receiver, and they had a good defense. And Tomlin's headphones didn't work the entire fourth quarter, and they mm-hmm. and they lost. It was cell service. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. no. What they, what what everybody always says is because you know our Patriots fans always say is well, it's equal for both teams because they, the Patriots have to turn those off too. But the Patriots knew it was coming; they prepared for it. Right. Yeah, yeah. they're ready for you it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you know the headphones aren't going to work, you already know how to get your signals in without them and have a, have a way to do it so the other team doesn't know what you're calling. And you're going to write a script out. Yes. To know yeah. what, what you want to do in what situations. Exactly. But the other teams are like, hey, every pl- every place I go, we have headphones that I can talk to the quarterback. You know? And then and then when they turn it off, they're trying to figure it out on the fly. Yeah, this, this yeah. was like 2014. Like, technology <laughs> was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This no wasn't kidding. a signal issue. This right. was a cheating issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, people. Jesus. <laughs> so... Are we just not talking about Brady and Belichick as the greatest of all time at their at their jobs? If this, if this happens, no. Like, does it, does this cheating thing stain their legacies, or is it just the lack of Super Bowls that hurts their legacies? Both. I, I think there's just a much more open conversation in both regards of greatest coach and greatest quarterback. Most people now almost always say Brady and always say Belichick. I think if they actually took away those Super Bowls for cheating, it's a much more open conversation with much more people involved in the conversation. You get more Paytons or Rogers or whoever the hell she thinks the goat in the conversation. You'd hear more about Bill Walsh or Chuck Knoll or Bill Parcell, you know, Shula. all these other guys. Shula, you know, yeah, all the all time great guys. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that think fucking John Elway might be the goat, like I mean, I just think it'd be a much more open debate than everyone, 90% of people just always saying, oh, it's Brady, oh, it's Bill Belichick, because they have six, seven Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. So, do we think this is why the NFL didn't do this, though? Because it's too complicated to figure out what to do with him if you take him away? Well, they don't ever want a Super Bowl stained in any way. No. Right. It's bad for business. So, and there's no way they could just give it to the loser, I don't think. I don't think so, either. You in could, they, they, there wouldn't be a champion for three years. But... But but the NCAA does it. Yeah. The yeah. NCAA vacates championships. Yeah. Now we all kind of think it's a joke. It is. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's not like well, I mean you, they took they took away Reggie Bush's Heisman, but we're all like, well, we know Reggie Bush won the fucking Heisman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we also know USC bought his mom and dad a house. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I mean, got yeah. shit bought for them back. I in mean, the, <laughs> the NCAA yeah. has their own problems. Well, here, here's <laughs> the thing: there are there is cheating in the NCAA, no question about it. But the NCAA could just come down on cheating and not create their own bullshit. That's the problem with the NCAA. The NCAA goes after players for dumb shit, like, hey, you guys fed the players the wrong thing before the games. We're gonna vacate victories. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Who cares what the pregame yeah, meal was? They just took like twelve wins from LSU. They've taken like eight wins from Tennessee. Over like I'm like, yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah, like and there's cheating. There's cheating in the NFL, just not to the extent that it happened with the Patriots. People have been caught trying to get advantages. The Falcons were 
piping in extra noise on their speakers, crowd yep. noise, and home games a couple years mm-hmm. ago. It's right. kind of funny. One, I think it, I can't remember if it was one of our cousins or if it was someone else, but during one of our little spats about the Patriots cheating, they said something about the Broncos got caught doing signals too, not knowing it was Josh McDaniels who came from the Patriots. <laughs> and I had to be like, come on, let, let <laughs> yeah. it come to you, dummy. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, here's my thing. There, there are also levels to this. I just told you guys, I could care less about deflate gate. I don't give a damn how much air pressure is no. in the ball. And if, and if, if a quarterback wants less air, give him less air. If a quarterback wants more air, give him more air. I don't care. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And the and the the game they got caught in was against us, and they destroyed us by like, like forty four, points. It was like yeah. forty eight to six. They yeah. had like six rushing touchdowns on us. It didn't matter about the ball being deflated. <laughs> they were in our throats. Like I think at that point, teams were just looking for anything to try and get the Patriots in trouble because they were, they were all pissed at them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they got away with cheating and created a dynasty off of it. Or yeah. Just trying to show that they hadn't stopped. So I'm sorry, I, I don't want to. Inter- what the hell is going on on the field? I see an ambulance out. On the- We're watching an NFL game. And Josh I'm Allen hasn't sure. been playing. No, he got back in on this play. Oh yeah, he, he, went, he went into the tent for a concussion real quick, and then he okay. came back. I think it's yeah. the running back. One of the running backs for the Bills. He got hit like in the head. He kinda, I showed Demar kinda, Hamlin's on the sideline too, not playing. Yeah, he's not um, playing that. But right, yeah, this there, running back, like him and like a linebacker, met on like a third inches and hit really hard, and he just fell. Mm. Is it uh, like, old boy out of Georgia? No, it's. They're like Davis, number twenty-two. Yeah, somebody I didn't know. Yeah. No, yeah, he's a, yeah, no, it wasn't James Cook. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I get back on topic, but um, no. And to be honest with you, the noise thing, I'd say is a little bit more than Deflategate because they were pumping it in, trying to make it so they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't, couldn't hear, hear. Right. you know. But like at the same time, that's completely different. Then I know all your plays, yeah, and I know everything that's going to oh, happen, yeah. and I know where you know what I everything means. And, yeah, like like Spygate was to the extreme. I like, guess crazy. Like when people try to tell me, like, oh, it didn't really matter; it wasn't a big deal. I'm like, all right, let's go play one-on-one basketball. But when you're on offense, you have to tell me exactly what you're going to do, and you have to do that. And I'm going to, and that's how we're going to play, and see if I beat you. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. exactly. Unless you're like exactly. an NBA player, and it doesn't matter, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> right. Like, and we're talking about the Super Bowl. The teams are on pretty equal footing here as far as talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like one team, like you said, it's not like you playing against an NBA player. Yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? It's like the best players in the world playing against each other. Like they're all yeah. per- fairly even in some way, shape, or form. You know? And it's like, I don't know. Like I don't understand. Because I, I know non Patriot fans that are like, I don't think it mattered. And I'm like, yeah, really? Too. You don't think yeah, it matters? I- like I if you with those people, right? Like here's my no, thing. Yeah, if we if we all went, just last, you know, just two years ago, if we all went to to Drew's football game, and the before the game they announced over the loudspeaker, Highland has to give all their all their plays after to announce their play to the defense before they run them. We would all be outraged, right? We would all be like, wait, hold on, they're gonna know what Drew's gonna do before he does it. Like that's a huge yeah. advantage. You guys would probably lose to the junior high team if they, you know what I'm saying? Like if they, maybe not junior high, but junior high. you might lose your JV team if that you had to tell them their plays and they didn't know yours. Right. Yeah. Or, no, I mean, no, you know what that, I mean? That, that's a great example. In practice, that that no, in yeah, practice, yeah, in practice that's what you the, do. The, the yes. Scout team would hear like us like audible like a play or something, and they would know what it was, and they would change the defense, and I would get 
pissed off in practice, and I would be yelling and screaming, saying, Palmyra doesn't effing play cover three. They play cover two. Get back over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I would get so mad because like, I knew when we played Palmyra, they play cover two. Yeah. The two safeties. And, no. and they would all back up like they're not cover four, cover three team. That's And I would get mad because I'm like, I know you guys are cheating. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I would. I would, I would get, they're so livid at practice with these freshmen and sophomores. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Even in basketball. We used to do that, like like when I was on JV and we were scrimmaging the varsity. They would call out a play. Well, I knew the fucking playbook. I was on the team. You yeah. so, you could run. A, you could do a shortcut to yeah, the spot. Exactly. It'd be like, well, I'm gonna go. I'm like you said. Yeah. Like we talked about the pages. So I'll go to where you're supposed to be standing and wait for you to get there. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you like, don't look bad. <laughs> yeah. Varsity playing time. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Audible to our four verts play, where it's the two outside guys have verts and the two the one has a post or like a hook, and I would like do, it was always this. I would hold it four. Well, they all saw it. Some of them just back <laughs> up. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> right. I would get so mad at no. practice. I'm like, this isn't going to help us, guys. But it's because it is that much of an yes, advantage. It is. And in order to get to the first Super Bowl, they had to invent the tuck rule. It just, that too. That's it goes on and on and on and on and on for so many years. It's so stupid. By the way, the tuck Damn. rule, by the way, watch the video that Brady and Charles Woodson made together. Brady... It like the whole time is like laughing and smiling and won't argue with Charles. When Charles Wilson's like, "This is bullshit," Brady just chuckles. Like he knows he can't argue it. He knows. Got to laugh and go on with it. Smile yeah, like, and wave. I mean, I don't. You know, that's been there's been this joke about the NFL being scripted. I don't think the NFL is scripted. But the reason that people do have a lot of these negative thoughts about the NFL is the shit that went on with the Patriots. Yes. And now mm-hmm. the Chiefs have a similar treatment level well, as just, the Patriots. Oh, games man. are scripted. That Steeler-Seahawks Super Bowl is... Oh, yeah. It's uh, widely considered. That one, they wanted yeah. to run best to get a yeah. Super Bowl. It was in Detroit, his hometown. In every yeah. single big Patriots play, there are multiple big calls that gave them the advantage almost every single big game. Yeah. You would well, leave that game outraged every time, and you could predict when they were going to happen, when they, you know, when they were going to make their comeback. Everything was predictable for over and over. I can't over. remember what year it was, but I remember what being at mom's house in the living room watching Patriots Colts, and it's a, it's either third or fourth down. I can't remember which. I think it's fourth down because I think they got a turnover on downs. It was like fourth and two. And the Colts have the ball, and if the, if they don't convert, the game's essentially the game's over. The Patriots can round the clock, and they snap the ball to Peyton, and he immediately turns right and throws the ball. I'm pretty sure to Marvin Harrison, and like the ball is leaving Peyton's hand, and the corner just tackles Marvin Harrison on the ground and lays on him, and the ball goes sailing out of bounds, yep. and the, that's how the game ended. And I was, I remember being so pissed. I'm not even a Colts fan. Yeah. I remember being so pissed. Like, no, the game cannot end on such blatant bullshit. That's that's what they did. They beat the fuck out of Marvin and Reggie at the line of scrimmage, well, and Peyton just sat there and shook and got sacked over and over. <laughs> Dad, Dad said this for years. He said the Patriots' corners would do pass interference every play because they knew they wouldn't call it. They every would. Time. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's how the Legion of Boom learned to do what they did. Right. They yeah. said if if you do it on every single play, yes, they're going to call it on you five or six times a game. But they're not going to call it but, that much. But they're not going to call it every every and play. And they don't like calling penalties to decide games. Yes. And the, yep. the Patriots treated Peyton's Colts and the Greatest Show on Turf the same way. Yep. They did. Yep. They they just beat the shit out of you and wouldn't let you have timing with your weapons in the passing mm-hmm. game. That that's the thing is I think. 
that's why certain teams were able to do what they did to them. Like, if you think about those those Giants teams, first off, don't get me wrong, the Giants won a lot of their game. Those the, the, a lot of the reason for them winning was their defensive line. Don't get me wrong, but the Giants had a bunch of big-bodied receivers, mm-hmm. and they would rough you up back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Plexico like, was a big boy. Yeah, Plexico was a really big boy. And if you got up and hit up on him and tried to jam him up at the line, a lot of times he just threw you off of him and ran his route. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think I think that's why T.O. had so much success in the Super Bowl we played against him, is because they couldn't just fuck T.O. up physically. No, T.O. Yeah. also got a big enough ego not to. Like, he would. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think you've seen that over the years. I mean, you you've seen bigger receivers. I mean, not anymore because they they really they've really kind of taken that out at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, to be honest with you, Belichick is just really good at drafting corners for some reason. He is. His, I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's played like shit for two years. But when they traded for J.C. Jackson the other day, I was like, that's bad. For I mean, for everybody else, J.C. Jackson's gonna come back and be a Pro Bowler. Well, I mean, Julio yeah. Jones had his way against Patriots in that Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. I mean, Julio's a big boy. Well, uh, Demarius Thomas, when from Peyton played for the Broncos, had a huge yeah. game against him. Well, they when we when Peyton beat him twice in the AFC Championship after Spygate, we had Demarius or they had Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker, who were both big, and we yeah. had Julius Thomas at tight end, who was yeah. a monster. Yeah, all three were big boys. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we've talked this into the ground, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, anybody else have anything to add before we wrap it up? No, I know it was kind of a weird what if, but I couldn't help myself when the quarterback episode to bring this up. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, we appreciate you tuning into this quarterback episode of Sports in the Nemo Way, and we would appreciate you tuning in next week for our safety episode. We're looking forward to that one as well. And thanks for tuning in to Sports in the Nemo Way. <laughs>